Blog Talk Radio. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah.
Well, now you can go to our new website called a wordfromgod.webs.com. You can browse our site and follow our link to our other affiliate sites and blogs. Also, we now have a page on Facebook called A Word From God. Please click the like button to show that you do like our page. And you can also email us at a word from God 3 at aol.com. Again, that email address is a word from God 3 at aol.com. And if you would like to have your church event or business or your church announced on the air, um, also if you are a musical artist and you would like to have three of your songs from your latest CD played on the air, I'm going to ask you to please go to our website, a word from God, uh, dot com, and look at our ad cost and advertising page and all of our information on advertising costs and all of that will be found on that page. Uh, also, starting on... The I believe it's going to be the 16th of March, which is going to be a Wednesday. I will be on the air uh, four times a week. Uh, I'm actually going to be on the air Monday mornings, Wednesday mornings, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and as well as Sunday nights at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. On Wednesdays, I'd like to devote that day to businesses, and I will have business owners on the show who I will be interviewing, and listeners will be able to call in and ask questions about that business's product. If you are a reputable business owner and this is something that you would like to do, I also ask that you go to our website and check out our ad and advertisement page costs. All of the information for the cost of of being on the show, for the cost of of any type of ad or anything that you might want, uh, mention, event, or whatever, is on that webpage. And that webpage, again, is, I'm sorry, our website, again, is awordfromgod.webs.com. Or you can email me, and I can send you information as well. And the email is awordfromgod3 at AOL.com. I also have two new teaching CDs out. Uh, The first one is called Secrets, and this CD will help bring healing to the wounded heart that is written with, with a secret or with secrets. This CD will help lift the heavy burden from your life, and it will help to bring peace unto your wounded spirit. And this is a two-disc set, and it sells for $15. My second CD is called I Give Myself Away, and it answers the questions, how do I give myself away? How do I show caring to others? And what did Jesus do? How did he give himself away? All of these questions and much more are answered in this new and powerful teaching CD. And this CD sells for uh, $10. 
And also on sale in May, my new series called The End of Times Will Be Released. As different uh, as as in this in this day and time that we're going through, with all the struggles and all the fighting and all the unrest that's happening over there in the Middle East with economic problems, job loss, sickness, disease, and a lot of things going here in the, in the United States of America, we need to keep our eye on the eastern sky. We need to begin to look up because the rapture of the church is soon to come. And we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the end times. We're going to be talking about the rapture of the church, the Bema Seat Judgment, the marriage of the Lamb. We're going to talk about the Great Tribulation. We're going to be talking about the Antichrist, the seals, the bowls, the judgments, every question that you may have had when you've read the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel, uh, the book of Matthew. We're going to be in First Thessalonians. We're going to be in First Corinthians. And we're going to be talking about all of the wonderful events that are going to take place. And also, for those of you that maybe don't uh, believe in all of this, don't believe in the rapture, don't believe that the church is going to be taken out and you're left behind, we're going to be able to tell you exactly what to do. We're going to talk about the mark of the beast. So this is going to be a very, very exciting series, and I'm hoping that you will pick this series up in May. Uh, We have not set a price for it as of yet, but it is soon coming out, and as soon as I have a price for you, I will definitely let you know. And then also we ask that you visit Lady Be Lovely Fashion's website. At Lady Be Lovely, we carry women's church suits, business suits, ushers, and choir uniforms, jewelry, hats, colognes, and various other merchandise, all at affordable pricing. Lady Be Lovely Fashion's website is ladybelovelyfashions.webs.com. Again, that website is ladybelovelyfashions.webs.com. Also on my blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God page, I ask that you will check out all of my affiliate affiliate links. There is one called Blood Pressure Awareness where you can learn about high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, heart attacks. Uh, you, you learn about eating right, changing your lifestyle, exercising, uh, changing your lifestyle uh, through exercising, eating right, it can actually add years to your life. So we're going to ask you to visit all of the links that you see on uh, on my page there on blogtalkradio.com. On tomorrow night, um, Business is Health, um, a new show that I'm affiliated with, uh, they are going to be on the air tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. I ask that you tune in and listen. There are going to be a lot of great things where they're going to be talking about health. They're going to be talking about business. And that call, the call letters for that show is blogtalkradio.com. Business is health. Hallelujah. Well, our phone lines I'm going to be opening up in a little bit, but I want to get started in the message on tonight because I really believe that I have a strong Word from God tonight. We're in this month. I'm going to be speaking about praise and worship. And many of you 
need to know how to be able to get into the presence of God, how to touch the very heart of God. And you do that through praise and through worship. I'm telling you, God has some great things in store for us on tonight. We're going to talk tonight about ceaseless praise, continual praise, where we're just every day, every day praising and talking, even in our sleep. We want to become so indoctrinated in praise and worship that even in our in our sleep that we can begin to just open up and praise God. Hallelujah. And before we get started on our message, I want to put you into an atmosphere of praise and worship. And I'm going to play a song. I'm sure many of you know it is a beautiful praise and worship song. And I just want you, as you're sitting there and you're listening, I want you to begin to lift your hands. I want you to begin to just speak your heart to the Lord. Let this song minister. As the song ministers to you, you may cry. You may lift your hands. There may be several things that you feel like doing because you're just so in love with Christ. And I just want you to allow the Spirit of God on tonight to flow freely in you as you listen to this song. It is called uh, The Lord God Almighty Reigns by Michael W. Smith.
praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I was sitting there and I was just listening to the praise and the worship song there, I just began to see us standing around the throne of God and just lifting our hands in worship and praise and just honoring him and glorifying him because of how good God is to us. God deserves all of our praise. He deserves all of our honor. He deserves all of our worship. Hallelujah. God has just been so good to us. And I just want you to know that just praising God is everything. I mean, it just adds everything to your life. When you get yourself into an atmosphere of praise and worship, mighty things take place in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope that song was a blessing to you because it was truly a blessing to me on this evening. Hallelujah. Well, I want to get into our message for this evening. And as I said, I am talking this month on praise and worship. Uh, Tonight I'm speaking on ceaseless praise. Uh, we'll, we we feel that next week we're probably going to do something on worship, and on the third uh, Sunday night, uh, we're going to have a guest minister to come on, um, Elder uh, Butler from Day Springs Family Church, one of the ministers that, at the church that I go to, will be speaking to us, and he's going to come to us with a message called the potency of praise. And I really, really hope that you're able to listen on that night because the power of God really moves through this young man in this message. And so on tonight, we're going to start our message and we're going to talk about ceaseless, ceaseless praise. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let us pray. Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just come before you lifting up your people. Father God, I'm asking, Lord God, that you will open up every ear. Father God, open up every understanding. Father God, open, Lord God, I pray that you help me to share this message with clarity, Father God, and understanding. I bind the spirit of the enemy right now. Loose down, Father God, your spirit of praise and worship. Envelop us, Father God, in your praise and in your worship. Father God, teach us tonight, Lord God, how to praise you, how to worship you, how to love you. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, as I said, our message, message tonight is ceaseless praise. And I looked up the word ceaseless. And it means without stopping or pausing, unending, continuous, constant, and unceasing. Our scriptures tonight are going to be taken from Revelations chapter 1 and verse 10, uh, Revelations 4 verses 1 through 11, which is the whole chapter, uh, that, that whole fourth chapter of Revelations. And we're going to talk on Revelations chapter 5, verses 6 through 14. 
and we're kind of going to take a journey tonight into heaven, and we're going to see heaven uh, the way that John saw it when the Lord called him up into heaven to write down the things that he saw, and he wrote out the book of Revelation. Well, a few days ago, I was watching a mini-series. I had seen this uh, uh, mini-series before, but uh, I was able to watch it again. And it was called Shaka Zulu. And he was a feared Zulu warrior king. And it was said that when he would come out of his tent or his hut, that he required that the people praised and worshipped him. And they were to praise and worship him until he told them to stop. Or one of his commanders said, the king said, to stop. And if the commandment to stop praising was not given and someone stopped, that person was executed in the in the worst way. Uh, and you see, their praise was not out of love because many of his uh, um, uh, subjects, they hated him. They plotted against him, and eventually they killed him. But the praise that they had wasn't out of love. The praise that they had for him was out of fear because they feared their very lives. They feared him because he was a cruel king, but they praised him constantly, continually. They danced before him. They celebrated him. I mean, he would just sit there on his throne, and they would have to praise him on a constant, ceaseless basis until he said to stop. Now, this was a human man. This was a cruel man. This was a fierce Man, He had no love for his subjects, just for his mother. His mother was the only person that he loved. But the people were so afraid of him that they did it out of fear. But today, we have people who we esteem very highly, people we honor who have achieved great status in their life. And on many occasions, we like to call them celebrities. Um, We have um, what we, well, here in the United States, we have our president of the United States, which is Barack Obama. And when he comes into a room, we clap, we stand, we cheer, we wave banners, we throw confetti, we play hail to the chief when he enters into this room. And this is all done because of who he is. It's not so much done because he loves us and that he's doing great things for us, although I think he's a great president, but we do this only because of who he is. And then no one leads us into this joyful occasion. We just see him and we get excited and we start clapping and we start shouting and we start uh, 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 hollering out his name and and we we make up little songs about him, whatever. But we do it because of who he is. Uh, many of us uh, emulate other 
celebrities. Uh, we emulate movie stars. We emulate uh, athletes. We emulate some politicians. We emulate ministers and musical artists. And we don't even know these people. And they don't really know us, nor do they really want to get to know us. Uh, we want their autograph. We want to take pictures with them. And then some, some of them will take a picture of us or take a picture with us. Some of them will give us their autographs, but some won't. But we still want to run up and we want to praise them and we want to be around them when they really don't care anything about you. We go to all the football games and all the basketball games and the hockey games, and we, we do all this cheering and yelling, and we wear their tennis shoes, and we wear their throwback jerseys, and we wear the latest designer outfit because so-and-so wore this to the Academy Awards, or she wore it to the Oscars, and in the next 45 minutes, uh, someone has made that dress, and it's selling on eBay, and it's selling online the next day after the Oscars have uh, been over. We go off and we, we go to auctions and we and we buy the shoes that Oprah wore. Probably they're going to be auctioning off her shoes that she's going to wear on her last show uh, this season. But we do all kinds of things to praise other people, whether it's in fear or whether it's something that we want to do, you know, because we want to get to know this person, we want to get next to this person, we want to say, oh, I know him, I'm a longtime pal of so-and-so. But these people don't want to have anything to do with you. They just want you to buy their records or their CDs. They want you to buy their tapes. They want you to buy their their uh, throwback jerseys. They want you to buy their their shoes. They want you to come to their conventions. They want you to elect them. But in all in all, they don't do anything for you. They don't pay your lights. They don't pay your gas. Uh, they're not paying your car payment. They're not giving you a job. They're not doing any of these things. But we worship them. We, we praise them. We want to be around them. But I want you to know there is one who sits high and he looks low. And he knows everything about you. He knows your pains, your thoughts, your desires, your secrets, your hopes. He knows your fears. He knows everything. But you won't go to him. He knows, uh, uh, he just knows everything. He, he, he loves you so much. But we still want to spend time looking at TV so that we can watch our favorite talk show host, or we want to play our CD because I want to hear my favorite singer, or we want to look at our soap operas, whatever it is that we want to do. But we forget about the one who sits high and who looks low. He, God, is looking for you to come and spend time with him. He wants to share his word with you. He wants to share the mysteries of the word with you. He just wants to just sit down and talk with you, let you know. He wants to find out how you're doing, you know, what's going on in your life, what can I do for you. All he wants is for you to praise him and to worship him 
so that he can bless you and do all of those things that you want done. He wants to do those things for you. But many a times when we go to church, we don't enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We go into the church expecting for someone else to lead us in praise and worship. And and the praise and worship leader has to work it up and work it up and work it up and work it up just to get you motivated to praise God. Clap your hands. We clap our hands. Say hallelujah. We say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We say praise the Lord. But we have to have a leader to lead us into that. Now, when you went to see the president, hear the president speak, nobody had to say anything to you. You just started hooting and hollering because you were enjoying what you were hearing. When you went to the concert, nobody had to say, lift your hands and whoop, whoop, you know. Nobody had to tell you that. You did that on your own because you were enjoying yourself. Well, when you get before the throne room of God, the reaction should be the same. Nobody should have to lead you into worshiping your king, into praising your God, who is the only one that has ever done anything for you, who, who, who when you go to him and you ask him for whatever it is that you ask him for and he blesses you with it and you can't lift your hands, you can't praise him. Some of you have some testimonies out there that are astounding, that would knock us off of our chairs, that would even possibly turn our hair white some of the testimonies that you have. But when you go to church, you want to sit silent. You don't want to lift your hands. You know, I don't know if it takes all that. I don't want anybody to see me. I don't want to act unseemly. I don't want people to laugh at my dance. I just don't know. I think I'll just sit here and I'll be quiet. But when you go to that football game or you're sitting at home in front of your TV and you're watching the Cowboys or you're watching the Steelers or whoever it is that you're watching, you're watching the Lakers or you're watching the Mavericks, whoever it is, you know, you don't need anybody to cause you to jump up and down because you're happy because they scored. You're happy because they made a basket. You're happy because they, 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 they um, did the, hit the goal. They, they did a touchdown. You don't need anybody to lead you. But when you come into the house of God, you want somebody to lead you into praise and worship. So the praise and worship leader has to work extra hard because not only are you sitting down on praise and worship, there are others in there sitting down on praise and worship. And God wants his praise and his worship that's due him. Well, tonight I want to take you on a trip. I'm going to take you up into heaven as we go into John's vision um, when God showed or when Jesus showed him the things to come. And I just want you to see through your mind's eye tonight. I want you to look through your spiritual eye tonight as we get into the throne room of God on this evening. I want you to see what true Active praise and worship really, really is. 
Um, as I said, we are going to look into active praise and worship around the throne room, around the throne of God. And it is a ceaseless activity. It goes on and on and on and on. So I want to give you a little bit of insight on John. John was the last of the disciples who had been connected to Jesus while he was on the earth. Um, The rulers hated John for his undying testimony to the cause of Christ. They wanted John to be stopped, and they wanted John to be silenced. So he was brought to Rome to be tried for his faith. And like Jesus, they brought in false accusers who said he was teaching sedition or disorder and rebellion and heresies, which are unacceptable beliefs or teachings and doctrines. And they found him guilty, and they cast him into a boiling oil, hoping to kill him. But God stepped in like he did with the three Hebrew boys and saved John's life. So they banished him to the Isle of Patmos. Now, while on the island, John had much time to spend with God. He had much time to spend praising his father, praising his king, praising his creator. And then one day, John heard a voice. And this is what John says in Revelations chapter 1 and verse 10. He says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. This was the beginning of John's journey into the miraculous He was getting ready to go into a place that no other man, human, had ever seen before. He had an invite into the very throne room, the very throne room of God, where all of the praise and the activity took place in heaven, where they would just give God praise and glory and honor. And John was privileged to see this. Let's go to Revelations chapter 4, and we're going to read verses 1 and 2. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as if it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up. Hither, and I will show these things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. Well, first of all, John had a mini rapture, he just left this earth. He didn't have to die. He was just immediately on. He was one minute on earth, and the next minute he was up in heaven. John finds himself in heaven, and as while he's there, 
he begins to see wonderful, awesome, strange, and powerful sights. But most of all, he sees one sitting on a throne. Hallelujah. And down to verse 3. And immediately, I'm sorry, verse 3. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. John saw this figure sitting on a throne. And when he saw this, he knew that the throne represented power. It represented majesty. And it represented authority. And not just anyone could be sitting there. Only the one who had full authority over creation. And not only does John just see a throne room, but in this in this throne room, he sees active praise and worship. The scripture says in verse 3, he that was to look upon like a jasper. Uh, a jasper is a white stone, and it represents the grace of God. And then the sardine stone was a fiery red stone, and it represents the glory. Of God, and these two, uh, uh, the glory and the grace, these are two basic characteristics of God. They're not the only characteristics of God, but they're two of God's characteristics. And it says that around the throne there was a rainbow around the throne, and it appeared like it was an emerald or emerald in color. Now, we know that the rainbow represents promise, and the meaning of an emerald means love, faith, and hope. So you actually could say that this scene at the throne means that as we love God and keep hope and faith of his word in our hearts, that we will always walk in the promises of God as long as we walk in his word because his word is the will for our lives. Now, I want you to use your mind's eye, and I want you to see what John saw. He sees this this awesome, awesome being sitting on this throne, and he sees the rainbow engulfing the throne, and it's like greenish emerald color in, in, in color. And he is just sitting there with all majesty and authority and all power. It just makes my heart just quake. And it makes my spirit jump because we know who who John was looking at. He was looking at the creator himself. Hallelujah. And let's go over to verses, uh, verses 4. We're going to read verse 4 all the way down to the end, which is verse 11, and round about the throne were four and twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings 
and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne there were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast was uh, like a calf or an ox, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle, and the four beasts, each of them, six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him and sat on the throne and worshipped him that lived forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things for thy pleasure. They are and were created hallelujah glory be to god what an awesome awesome sight that must have been for john to look at when he saw he who sits on the throne he saw four and twenty elders in white raiment in white gowns and they each had on a gold crown Now, it's debated. Some say that these elders are martyred saints. Others say that these are the heavenly Sanhedrin, which is a judicial court or an ecclesiastical uh, 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 council. But whoever they are, they are seated day and night around the throne of God forever, constantly crying out, holy, holy. Holy, holy, giving him praise, giving him honor, giving him glory. They give him a ceaseless praise constantly. Look at your mind's eye and see the majestic God sitting on the throne and begin to see the active praise that's going on around him. Begin to hear the shouts. Begin to hear the cries of Hallelujah, holy, 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 such as we've never heard before because we don't understand that kind of praise, not yet. But as you grow deeper and deeper into praise and worship and you move from this level to the next level to the next level in praise and worship, you are going to begin to see things. God is going to begin to show you things that no man has ever seen before. Hallelujah. Um, Have you ever been so caught up after a praise session or been in a service that was so full of the glory, the Shekinah glory, where you saw the Shekinah glory cloud just come in and the whole room gets misty and, 
and and it's hardly you you can hardly stand because the presence and the anointing and the power of God is so strong. Well, imagine being in that situation forever and ever and ever. I have been in some services where the power of God was so strong and so powerful and so mighty, and I saw the Shekinah glory, and I saw the mist, and I, I, I began to see the miracles take place, and God would begin to deal with me, and God would begin to bless me and speak to me, and the service would be so as the ministers would get up to preach, and they couldn't preach because the awesome power of God came down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And just God himself would preach the message. God himself would lay hands on people. God himself would anoint. God himself would heal. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And then after that service was over and we would just sit there, we didn't know what else to do. Because it had been so powerful. We didn't want to go home. We didn't want to go back to the way things were. We didn't want to have to deal with things that we had dealt with previously. We just wanted to sit there. We wanted to hear orders. We wanted God to tell us what to do next, Lord. But just imagine actually being in the same room, looking up at that at the beautiful face of God in all of his glory, in all of his power, in all of his majesty, and just bowing down prostrate before the Lord, crying out, holy, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then John says he saw four beasts, one who looked like a lion. Now, some people say that these are the same uh, creatures or living beings that Ezekiel saw in his vision. And so the scripture goes on to say that one of, of the beasts or the living creatures looked like a lion. The second one looked like a calf or an ox. The third one uh, had the face of a man. And the fourth one looked like a flying eagle. And they each had six wings. And then it says that they were full of eyes within. And it said that they had eyes in uh, in the front and in the back. And that is to see what is before and what is at the rear of them. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in God and 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 we we want to we just lose ourselves in him but we must remember we have an enemy too and sometimes he will try to hinder us in every which way shape form and fashion but that's where these beasts had the eyes and they could see before and they could see what was in the rear we need to ask God to give us spiritual eyesight that we can always be be aware of where our enemy is so that we know how to fight against him, uh, especially when we're uh, in, in the realm of praise and worship. We want to be able to always be aware of everything that's going on. Uh, we had a, a uh, revival a few weeks ago, and, and the um, 
the evangelist came and spoke, and he was talking about um, no, you know, finding out what your ministry is. Do you know what your ministry? All of us aren't preachers and teachers, but what is your ministry? What is your calling? Uh, if you are a praiser, then get in your lane in the church. Get in your lane and begin to, if nobody else is praising God, you begin to praise him. Are you a worshiper? Then get in the worshiper lane and you begin to worship God. Don't let anything hinder you from worship because if one or two people are on fire, it can help to catch the rest of us on fire. Find out what your ministry is. Do you have a ministry of praise and worship? And if you do, use it. When you feel that things aren't flowing properly in the the ministry of praise and worship at the church and as praise and worship is going on, then you begin to praise. You begin to dance. You begin to lift your voice. Uh, as at the time of worship, you fall on your knees. You fall prostrate before the Lord and usher in a spirit of worship or usher in a spirit of praise. And so these these four beasts, it said that they did not rest day or night, and they were always singing, holy, 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 Lord God. Almighty, which was and which is and which is to come. Now, in this room, there are two songs being sung, being sung, and the first song is directed to Him who sits on the throne, our Lord God, and this song was sung in praise for the work. Of his mighty creation And you will find that song In uh, Revelations 4 and verse 11 And it says Thou art worthy, O Lord To receive glory and honor and power For thou hast created all things And for thy pleasure They are and were created Do you have a song That you sing to the Lord During your time of praise? During your time of worship I have noticed uh, recently That as I spend more and more time In praise and worship God has given me songs Songs that he has dropped in my spirit Not songs for me to sing anywhere else But just before him And I sing these songs as unto the Lord And I just open up my mouth And as I'm singing And as I'm praising and as I'm worshiping him, God is speaking to me. God is dealing with me. God is blessing me. God is talking to me. It is during the times when I am praising and worshiping God and I'm singing before him that he tells me to go get a notepad and my pencil. And he begins to speak to me about my life. You're asking God, God, what do you want me to do? God, what do you have for me? Well, if you will spend time in praise and worship, God will begin to take you to a place where you will begin to know his voice and he will begin to speak things into your spirit. 
And those things, I promise you, will come to pass because everything that God has spoken to me in my last few months and years of praise and worship because I'm building uh, I'm building myself up in the praise and worship and everything that God has spoken to me, not all of them as of not yet, but the majority of those things have come to pass. Now, we are going to go into Revelations chapter 5 because there is another being in this room that we have not yet mentioned. And this being is going to be mentioned in uh, Revelations chapter 5. And we are going to uh, start at verse 1, Revelations chapter 5 and verse 1. And it does say, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within, and on the back side it was sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? This is talking about the seals that are going to be loose during the time of the Great Tribulation. And thank God those of us that are saved, we're not going to have to be here. But if when you get my new CD on the end of times, I'm going to be talking a lot more about the seals. I'm going to be talking about the seven spirits of God. So if I don't answer your question tonight, it will be answered in that series. But then it says, I'm sorry, let's go back to verse 2. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seal thereof? And verse 3, And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I, meaning John, wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And then one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, hallelujah, the root of David hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne of the four beasts, And in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts, And the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Our prayers lay before God constantly, every day. And the elders and the beast, they're just constantly glorifying God and giving God glory and honor and keeping our prayers before 
before the Lord. Don't let the enemy tell you that God doesn't hear your prayers because God does hear your prayers. Your prayers are constantly before God on an all-the-time basis, continually being offered up unto him like a sweet-smelling odor, constantly your prayers. But let them be prayers of faith. Our prayers that we pray, well, God, I don't know if you're going to do this, but these are the prayers of faith. So when you pray in faith, praying the word of God, praying the solution and not the problem, your prayers are forever before the throne of God. And he begins to dispatch his angels because he's holy, he's holy, he's righteous, he's God, he's all-knowing, he's all-powerful, he's, uh, he's the authority, he's the end word in everything. Don't think that God isn't answering your prayers. He is. You just got to keep believing and trusting, and your your blessing is on its way down. Like Daniel said, the first day he prayed, but the answer didn't take place until 21 days later because the angel of the Lord was sent down with the prayer, with the blessing on the first day, but the enemy, the demon in the air came to fight him to so that the blessing would not come. But Daniel kept his faith, and he kept believing God. And because of his faith, God dispatched another angel to take the blessing down while the other angel, the first angel and the demon, just kept on fighting until one of them won. So hallelujah, we give glory and we give honor to our Lord and our Savior. And then uh, verse 9, it says, And they sung a new song. Saying, this is the second song. Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and had made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I, John, beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels. Now we've just heard about he who sat on the throne. We just heard about the four beasts. And then we heard about the four and the 20 elders. Now we're learning about the lamb who we now know is Jesus, our Savior, our Redeemer. But now there are others who have joined in on this ceaseless praising. And that is, it says, I beheld and I heard the voice of many, hallelujah, of many angels round about the throne, round about the throne. And the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Now, not to get into uh, the the series, but I believe that some of these other people that have joined besides the angels where it says there were thousands and thousands and ten ten times and thousands of thousands, I believe that is also the raptured church that is in there. The raptured church, that is us. 
around the very throne room of God. And the reason why I believe that uh, we are there is because of the fact that Jesus is allowed, Jesus is able to open up the seals. And by him opening up the seals, this is when destruction is going to fall on the earth. And we, those of us that are in Christ, those of us who died in Christ, who were raptured, we are in this group of ten thousands times ten thousands and thousands of thousands. And we're around the very throne of God, ceaselessly praising him and worshiping him and giving him all the glory and honor. And then verse 12 says, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four be said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that lived forever and ever. Hallelujah. So much praise activity going on. So much worship activity going on. I mean, it's going to be just a time of joy, a time of praise and worship. And I believe that there are other things that we're going to be doing, but I believe that there's a time that we're going to be able to just go into the room, the throne room with God and just worship him and praise him and thank him, to be able to go into the room and just worship and praise our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for what he did for us. Hallelujah. So that second song that I was talking about, I said there are two songs. It is directed to this lamb. Uh, it is directed to him for the for his work of redemption, of redeeming man. Kind. And I ask you again, what is your song to God? What is your song to Christ? Do you have uh, a time of praise and worship where you just sing unto the Lord? It didn't say anything that you had to have a, a, a fabulous voice. It didn't say that you had to have an angelic voice. It says make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. God wants to give you songs to sing. He wants to give you a new song that will take you into the very presence and into the very throne room of God. Hallelujah. So uh, do you have a song of thanksgiving or a song of celebration or do you have a song of redemption? What kind of song do you sing? Has God given you a new song to sing to him that comes from the very throne Room of God Through these two songs It shows that the Lamb Jesus the Son And he who sits on the throne God the Lord Our Father Are worthy of the same praise 
And what they give to the Father, they give to the Son in praise. Through this vision of John, they are both equal, both to be reverenced, to be worshipped, and to be praised. So seeing the, majest- seeing the majesty of this throne room, seeing the active praise and worship, seeing all that the Father and the Son represent in their kingdom in heaven. They are the creators. They are the redeemers. They are the promise keepers. They are the authority and the power. After seeing this in your mind's eye, are you going to need anybody ever again to lead you into praise and worship? Are you always going to be a spectator or are you now going to be a participator? Can you enter into the throne room because of your love for the Redeemer and the Creator? When you go to church the next time you go, you ought to be the first one after listening to this message. You ought to be the first one after reading that the, the, the scripture in Revelations 4 and Revelations 5 and seeing in your mind's eye what goes on through in the very throne room of God. You should be the first one celebrating and shouting and sharing and dancing and clapping and raising your hands and laughing in the spirit and falling prostrate and bending and being uh, falling on bended knees, honoring and worshiping God. There should be a change in your praise and your worship. You should no longer be the same, hallelujah, in your praise and worship, hallelujah. Uh, can you get excited about what God is doing for you, knowing that one day, I, I, I still want you to stay there. I want your mind's eye to stay in heaven. I don't want you to come down yet. I want your mind's eye to stay in heaven because I want you to realize that not only are we going to be around the throne room of God, not only are we going to be praising him and worshiping him, not only are we going to join in with that wonderful chorus singing hallelujah and worthy is the lamb and holy, holy, holy. But I want you to take a little trip outside of the throne room. And I want you to begin to walk down the transparent streets paved with gold. I want you to look at the city of God. I want you to look at the city of heaven, not made by man's hands. I want you to walk over to the gates and look at all the jewels and the pearls on the 12 gates to the city. There are three in the north, three in the south, three in the east, three in the west. I want you to take a look at all the beings, all the people that are walking around. Some you don't know, some you do know. Maybe a friend. You might see a friend. You might see your mother. You might see your father. You you might see a great-grandmother. You might see an ancestor that you didn't know anything about. But you're going to see people, and everybody is going to be walking around happy, joyful, never anymore having any more sickness, no more disease, no more famine, no more lack, 
No more dying. No more crying. No more fear. No more nighttime. Because the presence, God's glory is going to light up the city. Hallelujah. And then I want you to walk up to your mansion. Because, see, the Bible says that in my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would not have told you. You have a mansion waiting up there. I mean, it is going to be so beautiful, so joyful, so awesome, so wonderful. Hallelujah. And I just want you to stay there for a moment. I want you to look around. I want you to walk down those gold streets. I want you to say hi to people that you know and that you don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I want you to go back into the throne room. And I want you to go in there and just begin to worship and praise God. And as we're going back into that throne room, I am going to uh, play another song for for us. And I want you to take this song. It is called A Heart of Worship. And I just want you to once again just begin to worship God. Praise God. Let this song minister to your spirit.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all about you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you honor, O God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory be to God. Well, we just have a little bit more to share with you. Hallelujah. On tonight. Hallelujah. God is just so good. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. We give you glory. give you praise, oh God. You're worthy of all of our praise. You're worthy of all glory, oh God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Father. Well, we're going to go back into the message, Ceaseless Praise. And I know I've been sharing a lot of things about praising God and and worshiping Him and putting us into an atmosphere of praise. But some of you may say, well, Sister Becky, um, I don't know anything about praising God. I'm I'm a new babe. How do I get into this? You know, how do I worship him? How do I praise him? Well, I'm just going to share a few little uh, um, Greek words here with you uh, and give you the meaning behind these words. Um, The first word is yada, and that means you raise or extend your hands to God. The second word is tehila. It means to sing in the spirit. The third word is halal, or where we get the word hallelujah from. And it means to celebrate. It means to rejoice in the Lord. It means to be clamorously foolish, you know, where you get up and you just start dancing before the Lord. And, you know, a lot of times in our churches we call it dancing in the spirit, but in the scripture it says to dance before the Lord. You hop, you skip, you jump, you just move your feet, and you just start dancing, and you just give all your glory and give all the glory and all the praise and your honor to God. Uh, The scripture says how David danced before the Lord, and he just danced out of his clothes. He was just so caught up in his praise and his worship to God. He just clamorously, foolishly just began to just open up and praise God. The the uh, the fourth word is toda. It means a sacrifice of praise. It means thanksgiving that honors God. The fifth word is to uh shabak the Lord. It means to shout in a loud tone. You just want to praise him. You 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 you're being triumphant. You're almost sounding like a trumpet. You just holler, hallelujah. You just holler out, hallelujah. Glory be to God. And then there's Barak, not our president, but Barak, and it means to praise on bended knee, an act of adoration, where you just fall to your knees, you lift your hands, you 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 just begin to just. 
uh, uh, sing unto the Lord, whatever you feel like doing. And then the last uh, word is zamar, and that means to celebrate in song and music, to use your voice and it means to use an instrument. So you can just begin to just lift your hands. You can just jump and shout. You can offer uh, uh, praise and and worship through thanksgiving. Um, you can open up your mouth and you can sing. You can fall to your knees. You can use your voice and an instrument. You can offer up a sacrifice of praise unto the Lord. Begin to show God how much you love him through the dance, through celebration, through extending the hands. Just begin to just just do something that you normally don't do. Do it in your home if you if you can't if you don't feel like you can do it at uh at church in front of a whole bunch of people. Begin to just do it at home because when it becomes a part of you, when you go to church, it's going to be real easy to do. You're going to be waiting for praise and worship because you just want to you're going to want to just give it. You just want to give God everything you have. You 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 you're going to be like, "Oh Lord, hallelujah. I just can't wait for praise. I can't wait to get to church. I can't wait to do praise and worship. Hallelujah. I'm excited, Lord. I just want to go in there because see, you're already praising him. You're already pumped up. You're already primed for praise and worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you've never praised him before, this is all you have to do. Think about something that he's done for you and just begin to thank him. Father, I thank you for healing my body. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Father, I thank you for saving my children. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for bringing my wayward son back home. I thank you. I praise you, God. Lord, I thank you for the job, Lord God, that you gave me. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that even though I don't have a job, that you're keeping me. I'm I'm thanking you, God, that you're my source. Just begin to thank him for something that he's done for for you, something that you know that he did and nobody else did. And then when you want to worship him, then you just begin to just worship him. Lord, I love you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I give you glory. Lord, I give you honor. Lord, there's none like you. And you just begin to speak to him as if you were speaking to your husband or your wife, just letting him know how much you love him. And that's worship. And it just brings you into a place in God. It takes you to the very throne room. It takes you to the to the heart of God. Now, see, anybody can praise God. You don't have to be saved to praise God because if God did something for you and you're excited, you know, wow, you know, Lord, thank you. You know, maybe you're not saved, but you won the lottery. Lord, I thank you I won the lottery. Hallelujah. You know, even though you may not be saved, but you have to be saved to worship God. That's that's just a, a, a given. Because if you don't know God, you can't worship him. You can't spend any time with anybody that you don't know. So praise and worship takes you into the very throne room of God. They say praise takes you to the outer court, 
and worship takes you to the intercourse inside the throne room, inside the very presence, into the heart of God. Um, when you start praising God, he begins to uh, start pushing those blessing buttons. I heard someone say one time, they said that God can't stand praise because when you praise him, it just it, he just like, ooh, ooh, wow, he's praising me, he's praising me. I got to do something, I got to do something. Not saying that he does, you know, I can't stand praise. But when I say I can't stand, well, he can't stand praise because it's just so much praise coming up that he's got to do something. He wants to bless you. Ooh, the praise is just so awesome. Let me bless her. Let me bless him. Let me give him this. Let me give him that. Ooh, look at my child. Look at my son. Look at my daughter. Look at my kids. I just got to bless them. They're down there praising me. All this praise, I got to do something. I got to do something for them. Hallelujah. And then just on a daily basis, on a daily basis, when you wake up, just begin to praise him when you wake up. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord God, that you woke me this morning. I thank you, Father God, that even though some did not wake up, Lord God, that you gave me the opportunity to see life on this earth one more time. And then when you go and take a shower, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that I got this nice hot running water. I just praise you, Lord God. I just give you all the glory and the honor. And then you can begin to sing in the shower. Nobody's going to hear you. And just begin to sing unto the Lord as you're showering. And just constantly praising him. And then while you're fixing your breakfast, oh, Father God, I thank you for the food that I have. Lord, I just worship you. Oh, I praise you. I give you all glory. Holy, 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 Lord, you truly are holy. You truly are righteous, a righteous God, and I just love you. On your way to work in your car, put on some praise and worship music. Begin to sing unto the Lord again. Begin to just continue the praise, continue the praise. Uh, even while you're working, you we know that you have to work and you just constantly be sitting at your desk or, or if you work in a, a retail business like I do or you're selling insurance or whatever it is you're doing, we know you can't sit there uh, all day, praise your Lord, praise your Lord, but your heart, in your heart, while you're sitting there uh, 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 working on something on the computer, Lord, I praise you, Lord, I thank you, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus, and still typing, or as 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 I'm sitting there helping customers, sometimes I'm I'm like, Lord, praise you, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I'm sitting there just giving God glory because sometimes maybe some of them some of them will will try to rub me the wrong way, and so I really have to get up off into my praise and worship. Then, you know, but you're just having a prayerful and a praise and worship heart attitude. And then uh, when you go to lunch, just you know, on your way to lunch. Or as you're sitting there uh, having lunch, I don't know, you may have lunch by yourself or you maybe have lunch with some friends, but even then just begin to praise God. You know, as I'm sitting here, you know, you all, I'm just thanking God. God has been so good to me. I just wanted to say that, you know, I just praise him and worship him. Uh, on your way home from work, a lot of times many of us live in big cities, so on our way home from work we get caught up in traffic jams. So instead of being mad and having road rage, just sit there in your car, listen to some good uh, uh, praise and worship music And just begin to worship the Lord And before you know it You'll be home And then when you get home You you, you, you see the family and, and you spend time with the family And you share with your spouse You know how good God has been You know God spoke to me on today at work Hallelujah, praise God And you begin to uh, talk to your children You know, uh, uh, seeing them You know, helping them with their schoolwork And what have you And 
and praying over them while they're doing their schoolwork. Mom, Dad, I don't understand this. Well, honey, you know, Dad don't understand this either. Mom don't quite understand this either. But you know what? We're just going to pray and we're going to ask God to give us wisdom and that he's going to anoint us, that that you are going to be uh, an excellent A student, that you're going to uh, be able to um uh, 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 comprehend everything that you need to comprehend and all the things that you're learning that are going to stay with you and that the spirit of the Lord and the spirit of wisdom is upon you. And you, you're constantly praising God, constantly, ceaselessly praising God. And then you, on your way to, uh, you, some some people take a shower before they go to bed, some people take a shower when they wake up, however however you you do it. Just constantly just give God the praise. Talking with your spouse, you know, just begin to share some of the wonderful things God has done uh, for you. And then take some time before you go to sleep to just uh, spend a little time with God and let God be the last focus of of, of your day. And and I, I I will tell you that if you will be if you're praising God before you sleep, you will have such a restful and peaceful sleep. And you will also I have I have been so in the spirit uh before I went to bed. And uh in my dreams I found myself praising God in my dreams and I woke up and as I when I woke up I was like, Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I praise you. Lord I, I don't even know what remember what I dreamed about. But I woke up praising God, hallelujah. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you on this evening. I pray that the Spirit of the Lord has taught you something on praising Him and worshiping Him. To know that we can ceaselessly praise God. We don't ever have to stop. We can still do everything we need to do uh, throughout the day. Work. Uh, church, uh, uh, whatever it is that we're doing, we can still do all of that. But in the midst of doing that, we can have a heart of worship. And in our spirit, it's ringing out, Father, I praise you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you. Yes, I'll have the um, the the iced tea and the hamburger and mushrooms with um, with fries. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you're still having conversation with your friends, but God, you are so good. I pray that you save my friend on my left here, Lord God. You know, just constantly having an attitude of praise and worship. Hallelujah. I pray that you join us again on next week as we share more uh, uh, on praise and worship. God has truly been good. Um, the phone lines are open if there's a praise report or something that you just want to share about praise. Um, I know that I took up most of the time tonight with the word. I believe that that was the way that the Spirit of God wanted me to go on this evening uh, for for you just to really hear the word and to get into an attitude of praise and worship. Worship and praise are going to be your best friends. They're going to be your best friends. Because as you worship him, as you praise him, it will put you on alert against the enemy and the enemy won't be able to counter or won't be able to come against you in the ways 
that he's come against you before. Because as you're spending time with God in praise and worship, God is spending time with you. And he's going to let you know what the enemy has in store. And he's going to give you all the tools and everything you need to uh, counteract the enemy's attack against you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. We just give God glory and honor, like I said once again. And I'm just going to offer up a word of prayer. Uh, Some of you who may be listening, maybe you don't know the Lord, or maybe you are a backslider, or maybe you just need prayer. But uh, we're just going to pray and ask God's blessings. First of all, I want to speak to those that are not saved, and I just want you to pray this simple prayer with me. And for those of you that are in a backslidden condition, uh, maybe you backslid, maybe something happened in your in your life that caused you to, to walk away from God, but I'm going to tell you that God is a loving God, and he's waiting for you to come back home. I was a backslider, and God blessed me to come back home. He let me know that no matter what it was that I did, what I had done, whatever it was, it was up under the blood and that it didn't matter. Whoever I was mad at, whoever I had ought against, our pastor taught today on offense, and he talked about offense being a sin. When we harbor unforgiveness in our hearts towards other people, he said it is an it 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 is uh it is a sin to God. God does not like sin. That is why many times a lot of our prayers are not being answered because we are holding hatred, uh, offense against people, and we need to get it right uh, with them. Uh, is what the Lord spoke at our service on this morning. So if you have something against someone, whatever it may be, I'm going to pray this prayer, and I'm going to ask you to just pray this prayer with me, and then I will pray a collective prayer over the whole body. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and save me. Father God, I ask that you forgive me of all of my sins. Jesus, come into my life. Save me. Help me. Help me to do better. I want to live for you. I want to praise you. I want to worship you. I want um, for you to just show me the errors of my ways. Lord, I thank you Right now In Jesus' name Father I'm a backslider But I want to come back home Forgive me Of my sins I release my past I release all of the people That have hurt me Father I want to come back home I want to be used by you I want to serve you The way I used to I want you to bless me, oh God. I want the blessings of God back in my life in Jesus' name. And then, Father, we just pray for each and every one. I don't know all of 
the issues or what a lot of people are going through, but I know that some are going through finances, some are going through health problems. I know, Father God, that some are need a car, some need a job, some, Father God, are going through on their businesses, some are going through in their marriages, some are having problems with their children. Father God, whatever the case may be, you know, and I'm going to ask you to reach down into the homes of every listener, whether they're listening live or they listen on the archive, and that you'll meet each and every need, Father God, right now. We give you glory and honor. We know that you are a God of your word. We know, Father God, that all good and perfect gifts come from above. You said, Father God, in your word that all the promises of God are yea and in him amen. And we know that your word is your will. And, Father God, as we get into your word to learn the promises, we know that we can have every promise that we ask of you. And, Father God, right now, I'm just asking you now, Father God, for a collective blessing over all of the listeners and all of the archive listeners. And I'm asking for, I'm, I'm decreeing a blessing upon each and every home up under the sound of my voice that each and every home will be the home that you want it to be. Father, we just thank you right now. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. I ask that you will drop a spirit of praise and worship into the lives of your people on tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I've just got a couple of little announcements here that I want to make. And after that, I will be closing out with our um, closing song for this evening. And I want to say thank you for listening on tonight, for um, just being a part of this uh, broadcast, A Word from God. I, I want you all to know that it means so much to me to have you to uh, listen in on the broadcast. Once again, you can go to our website. It's a word from God, uh, dot webs dot com. You can also go to uh, our email address is a word from God three at aol dot com. Leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. I just like to know what you think about the show. Um, uh, just leave me a message and just. Uh, I'll, I'll write you back. I, I promise you I'll, I'll write you back. Uh, also, you can go on my website. I do have um, some CDs on there. Also go to my business, which is Lady Be Lovely Fashions. And uh, that website for Lady Be Lovely Fashions is ladybelovelyfashions.webs.com. And also with uh, my Lady Be Lovely Fashions business, I am going to start having online clothing and jewelry parties. So I will be letting you know a little bit more about those in the near future. And I just want to say once again thank you for tuning in and listening uh, to uh, A Word from God. I have another announcement here I just want to share with you. Uh, about two or three weeks ago, I had my bishop and my pastor on from Day Springs Family Church, 
and uh, my pastor and I were speaking to the women about our uh, women's conference that's coming up. And Day Springs Denim and Diamonds Women's Conference and Luncheon, which will be held at the Gaylord Texan Resort Mother's Day weekend. That's May 4th through the 7th. Uh, our registration fee for the conference is $99 before April 3rd, 2011. Beginning April 4th, the registration price is going to be $129. Now, included in that registration is a fabulous conference bag. We get an awesome conference bag every year. And uh, we will also be having a wonderful luncheon on that Saturday, as well as during the luncheon, we will be having a uh, Christian comedian, very wonderful lady by the name of Miss Vicky, that is also going to be uh, featured at our women's luncheon. Uh, there will um, there are going to be some awesome classes. We're going to have all kinds of different classes on Friday. Uh, there's going to be great preaching, great teaching. Uh, on the 4th and the 5th, um, the uh, conference is going to be at the church, uh, Day Springs Family Church in Irving, Texas. And on Friday, all day Friday and all, uh, all day Saturday, it is going to be at uh, the Gaylord Texan Resort. We also have rooms blacked out for those that might want to stay at the Gaylord. Uh, we have rooms blacked out, and when if you want to stay there, just call, and the code word is DAYSPRING. And um, so we're asking that you would register early. Uh, we are also going to have some di- uh, dynamic women of God sharing the word of God, and our special speaker uh, for our conference is going to be uh, Cheryl Brady. And so we're expecting great things uh, on uh, when she speaks on that weekend. And our other speaker, one of our other fabulous speakers, is going to be our own uh, conference host, which is Pastor Sonia Dickerson, who passes alongside of her husband, Bishop Kevin Dickerson. And so for more information on this powerful conference, we ask that you please visit our church website, dayspringfamilychurch.org. And so once again, I say thank you for tuning in to A Word from God on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio host, evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next week. I pray that uh, uh, tonight's uh, ministry was a blessing to you. I am going to put that out on a CD, so uh, be looking for that particular teaching in the near future. So see you all next week. God bless you. Good night. I love you, and we're going out with total praise.
Will you help me just open up your mouth and glorify God? If he's done anything for you. Yeah. 
you really need something from God tonight. Listening to me on this record, I don't know what it is you're going through, but God said you can get your breakthrough tonight. Look at somebody say, I'm going to get my breakthrough tonight. Right now. Turn around behind you and say, I'm going to get an instantaneous breakthrough. Now you've been praying and seeking God and fasting, and, but when you ask God, do you really have faith that he can do it? Do you serve a God that is able? Do you serve a God that is strong in my hand? Well, if you do, can I tell you how to get your breakthrough? Say, Kirk, how can I get my breakthrough right now? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. This is how you can get it tonight.
Yeah. 